right, hello friends, and welcome back to another episode, this very special Black Friday edition of Talking Sports at Work. I am your host, Derek Persley, and thank you for listening in. Uh, I haven't, sorry, I haven't published anything else this week, um, if anyone actually cares, um, but it's well, it's been a bit bit of a crazy week. I mean, uh, happy late Thanksgiving to everyone. First of all, it was a great day yesterday. A lot of football. Um, got a little bit more today, but I actually, I, I did an episode or recorded it rather on Monday of this week, but honestly, it was just, it was just so terribly depressing given, uh, given the results, you know, for the Titans and the Vols who had getting blown out both of them two weeks in a row. I, I mean, I don't know if that's ever happened. Um, I'm sure, well, I'm sure it has, but uh, not in recent memory. And anyway, I just, I really didn't feel good about the the one I did Monday. So I'm just gonna, we're just gonna let that one, uh, let that one go and move on to some happier things today. Um, um, also, just a side note, I'm, I think I'm gonna keep this one shorter. I know that I tend to run long and ramble. I mean, that's halfway the point of this show, but I know that these episodes have been way too long, just as they are, so I'm going to try to keep it a little bit shorter, and um, we'll see how that goes. I've said that before, and and you see how it's turned out, so who knows. Um, But a few things to talk about today. Uh, Like I said, a lot of football yesterday. Well, three games. Three games in the NFL. Another one today um, at 3 p.m., which I assume maybe that they're treating this like a holiday, which a lot of places are closed now on on Black Friday. it's, I don't know if they're treating it like Black Friday's a holiday or it's just Thanksgiving weekend. But either way, um, I guess, you know, their thinking is most places are closed, so let's have a game at 3 p.m. On, on this Friday. I'm not off, so I won't be watching it. But um, I also imagine that when Amazon scheduled this event, they, because they, you know, they've been pushing this and, and making such a big deal about this for weeks, the very first NFL Black Friday game. And I imagine they thought they were probably not going to be getting Tim Boyle uh, leading the uh, under 500 Jets into this one. But, hey, that's the NFL. It's the nature of this thing. And um, so, you know, it, it should be interesting. You know, we know that the Dolphins don't perform well against good teams. I don't think the Jets are a good team, but they have a good defense. So, you know, maybe they can keep them in check. And and we'll see, you know, we'll see what they can do now with the quarterback. A lot of the times switching quarterbacks will at least give a team a temporary, you know, sort of shot in the arm and a little bit of motivation. So we'll see what happens. Um, also had all the Thanksgiving games yesterday. Um, Going to talk about some uh, some Thanksgiving stuff, probably some Black Friday stuff a little bit. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, just um on a personal note, I am going to the Titans game this Sunday. I may have talked about that already, or that may have been on Monday's episode, but I'm taking the kids, uh, my boys, to their very first Titans game. I feel like they're old enough now. Um, they are, each has a birthday coming up, so they are almost seven and five. They're currently still six and four, but um, sounds like I'm talking about a record. Uh, but I'm not. I'm talking about the ages of my kids, and I feel like, you know, they're old enough now, and this is also a game that Tennessee should win, you would think, and I'd like them to see a win for their first game. And of course, though, it's looking like it might rain that day, so yeah, we'll see how all that goes. But either way, I feel like it should be a fun experience, and um, and they're really excited. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah. Um, also, I made a little guest appearance. Uh, not that it was a guest appearance, <laughs> but I was 
on uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio this weekend. Or wait, that was last weekend, actually. Yeah, that was on Saturday. So I haven't done an episode since then. Um, it was just a call-in thing. It, you know, it wasn't actually like a real appearance. But, I, you know, I talked to Lance Meadow briefly and um, uh, talked about this whole Michigan stuff, which it feels like I talk too much about, but it's just so absurd. And, and now we've got the most overrated rivalry in all of sports coming up tomorrow. So that's kind of dominating the airwaves. Um, so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Um, and of course I am talking about the Ohio state Michigan game. Um, what else? Oh, we saw that Mike Grable's job is secure, which I don't know why there's even a question, but I know there are idiots out there who are saying that he should be fired. Um, I also had a little, asked a couple of questions on, uh, the Bleacher Report, a little podcast that they do for the Titans. So that was fun. I'm trying to get more involved in this stuff and, you know, get, get more directly involved with sports stuff and sports people, you know, it's, it's a side hustle if at best, I mean, it's, I'm not even making any money off of this now, you know, really, I'm, I still write on the side, but I'm not even doing it for money anymore. I mean, many of you who know me, I guess you know that I'm, I'm currently finishing up my creative writing degree. And, you know, the idea was to hopefully become a, a novelist, but, and, and hey, uh, you guys also know that I took a little, uh, uh, decade plus hiatus in my growth and maturation so I could uh, drink and do drugs and be stupid for uh, uh, my entire 20s. So I'm, I'm playing catch up. And hey, look, I love the job that I have right now. It allows me to drive around in the mountains all day, which is awesome. And, and it, I, I've told you before, you know, this is something that I just love doing. It's when I get my I, how I think the best is just driving and talking out loud. So again, that's sort of also the premise of this podcast. And with all that being said, maybe that um, can lead us into our TMI segment of the day. And for those of you who are new to the show, it's just a stupid little thing that I do to try to make this more interesting where um, given my insane past, and I think I'm a pretty interesting person, I just... Every episode, uh, in the intro, I give a little bit of personal information about myself that I normally would not be comfortable sharing with the world at large, but, you know, hey, it's, uh, putting myself out there more, and that's also sort of the point of this, you know, I'm not big into social media, I mean, I have been at times in my life, you know, when I was doing sports writing and, and getting paid for it a little bit, and when I, you know, was doing some marketing work, so, you know, it's not, I have experience, I know how to do social media, I know how to do digital marketing pretty well, although I haven't pushed this too far yet, I'm kind of being patient on this and waiting until I get a few more episodes on here and some other things in order before I really try to push the podcast out there. Um, and, and also, you know, just kind of fine tuning it. I know that this is still a mess and <laughs> this probably isn't, I, I don't know how interesting this is for listeners, but I'm, I'm trying to get better at it and then I'm going to push it out there. I don't remember. I totally lost my train of thought. I don't. Oh yeah. I was just saying that, you know, that's kind of, you know, uh, another part of me putting myself out there and, um, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm also a, a bit of an introvert. And so, you know, sharing a little bit of personal information about myself. Um, now I don't actually have anything. Um, well, actually, no, there was one thing. And I think I may have shared this on the Monday episode that I didn't, uh, publish. Um, I've already you know, kind of rambled on about a little bit of, well, probably a good bit of TMI as it is, but it's for one specific thing. I was thinking about this. I don't know how many other people are out there doing this, but 
I, I've always, my whole life, been very into Madden and NCAA, um, you know, and it really broke my heart when I stopped making the NCAA video games. Um, and thank God they're coming back. It can't happen soon enough. It's supposed to be next year. You know, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed because honestly, I loved it more than Madden. But, you know, since I was a kid, I, I mean, it's always just been, uh, you know, I've, I've played the hell out of those games. And it's really still the only game that I do play. I, I you know, don't have time to really play video games much at all. Um, you know, I used to be into, I've never been like what you might call a gamer necessarily, but there have been a lot of games that I've liked in my life. You know, I liked a lot of the fantasy RPGs, like, uh, God, I loved Fable. All of those games were so great. The Witcher, um, you know, the Elder Scrolls stuff, stuff like that. But, you know, being an adult with kids now, I don't have time for any of that shit. And plus when I've tried, I just can't get into it the way I used to. But the one I do still play, um, is Madden and one of my things that I do is I think one of the reasons why I do it is especially after a loss after just a, an embarrassing loss which you know or you know just when things go wrong and the team's just not on the right track I will get on Madden I will get on a friend play my franchise mode or sometimes start a new franchise mode because I do that a lot and start over and I will just basically try to fix it like I, then I can just be in my own little fantasy world for a while where I'm the coach or the GM or sometimes play a creative quarterback and the t everything's good with, for the Titans. Things go well for the Titans. They're actually winning games. And it's just sort of like, it, and it's, it's like this like impulse that I have during these games when things are going badly and right afterwards, it's like, it feels like I just want to get on Madden and, and pretend that the Titans are good and, and play it, play it in my own mind and in my own world where, where Tennessee can win games. And, you know, I haven't been able to do that on, in college football for a long time. Um, but, you know, again, the, feels like the Vols are, you know, long-term on the right track. And I do believe the Titans are long-term, you know, at least have the right people in place. So, but yeah, there's my little bit of TMI for today. You know, just my uh, fantasy world football video game, what the hell ever. Um, and so, yeah, a few things to talk about. Again, going to try to keep this one relatively short, at least compared to how they've been in the past. So I'm going to take a quick break. I will be right back. Alrighty, friends, welcome back. And I did this thing that I don't know why I keep doing it. I put a piece of hard candy in my mouth. I know that probably makes me sound weird. But anyway, hey, this is my podcast, and I can't imagine that many people care anyway. Um, so first thing that we're going to talk about, I pulled over for a minute and checked out some notes I had typed up briefly. Um, the Thanksgiving games yesterday were... I mean, honestly, pretty disappointing. None of them were really good games. Um, we did have the one surprise in the early game that, you know, some people, including yours truly, may have seen coming just a little bit and won some money off of. But um, it's not that I don't like or believe in the Lions. I honestly just kind of had a feeling, and they had the Packers as a big underdog. And um, so, so yeah, that one, that one at least worked out well for me. And I think the Lions are are legit. I think they are, um, you know, going to be a force in the playoffs. I don't know that they are a true Super Bowl contender right now. It 
does kind of feel like it's the Eagles and the and the Niners. I still think are sort of the class of the NFC with the Cowboys and and the Lions sort of right there behind them. Um, and that's not to say that they won't. I just think you know at this point in the season, it looks like it's you know that those are the two top tiers. You know, um, and I, the Lions are having some problems with turnovers. That's for sure. Jared Goff has turned the ball over a ridiculous amount lately, and they've got to clean that up. Um, and, and it's probably just a bad streak because you know we've seen in his time in in Detroit that's been actually a thing he's done really well is taking care of the ball. So it's probably just a bad trend, and or you know just a, a little rough patch that they will get through. And um, yeah, and then. Um, in the uh, second game, it was the Cowboys annihilating Washington, which, you know, when the Cowboys are good, they look like maybe the best team in the NFL. But when they're playing the really top, but, but that's usually only when they're playing bad opponents, kind of similar to how Miami is in the AFC. Um, and when they do play the really good teams, it's not that they don't perform. It's just that they seem to come up short. I mean, you go back to that Eagles game a few weeks ago, and man, that one was very close at the end, but honestly, it shouldn't have been. Um, the Eagles pretty much allowed them to stay in that game with some ridiculous, you know, I mean, that last drive of the game where it should have been over. I mean, it should have already been over at that point. But then the Eagles gave them, you know, a 40 something yard, I think, pass interference call. Um, and then, like, a couple more penalties that allowed them to keep having shots. Um, but, you know, either way, it was still a pretty close game. They played them hard. Um, and so, you know, I, I think the Cowboys, we just got to see, and this is what everybody keeps saying about them, we just yeah, – the regular season no longer matters for them. You know, they're not going to be judged on any of these games until the postseason. That's the expectation for the Cowboys is that they should be a Super Bowl contender right now with as talented as they are. Um, and so we can't really say anything meaningful about them until the, until the playoffs. And then we'll see how they are and how they do. Um, and then in the, uh, in the late game, we had the 49ers. I actually lost. I mean, it wasn't, it was a very small bet, but I had a little, uh, uh, one game parlay going on that one that didn't work out, I, which I had, it was three things. And I had, um, I had Christian McCaffrey. Well, I had the 49ers winning money line, uh, Christian McCaffrey with 25 receiving yards and then brought Purdy, I think over two twenty-five or something passing, which he didn't reach that mark. Um, but they just annihilated the Seahawks. And honestly, I didn't even watch, um, the second half of that game. Um, but, you know, it was honestly kind of a disappointing slate of, of football. Um, all of those games ended up being, um, I think, decided by double digits. And, um, we're ne- you know, except for the closest one of them was the, the, the Packers and Lions. And that one, you know, the Packers jumped out to a, a two-score lead in the first quarter, I think. So, yeah, we hope that today's game, for the NFL's sake, I guess, is going to be more interesting. I'm not going to get to watch it. Um, I guess they're assuming that Black Friday is a holiday now, but, you know, not for everybody. <laughs> um, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. Again, I, I think I mentioned earlier, I think when Amazon probably scheduled this, they did not imagine it was going to be Tim Boyle going up against the Dolphins. But, um, you know, it's it's similar to how these the Thursday night games are. Um 
and and Thursday Thanksgiving games. Um, they're weird. Weird stuff happens on these short weeks, on these, you know, when, when teams are not on their regular practice and, and recovery and whatever schedules, weird things can happen in the game. So you never know. I mean, and, and we keep hearing Aaron Rodgers saying that he wants to come back. He really, I, I think he probably really believes it. I don't know if it's actually true or possible, but if anything, you got to say it's been effective in motivating the team to continue to play hard because they believe, you know, that if we can keep this going and have it, you know, and get in the playoffs, then we'll get Aaron Rodgers back and we can maybe go to the Super Bowl. Maybe that's what it is as much as anything. It's sort of a motivation tactic. I don't know. But, you know, I, I, if any human can do it, I suppose he can. But, man, to say that he tore his Achilles in, what was it, September? And then come back and play NFL quarterback three months later. That's insane. I mean, that's just flat out insane. But, you know, medical science is, you know, obviously what it is. And it continues to do amazing things all the time. And, you know, things keep evolving. Things keep progressing. And we'll see. I, you know, I don't know. But I honestly, I don't think that they're going to be able to, <clears throat> excuse me, even be in the running by that point anyway. So we might not see. Um, and that maybe gives Aaron sort of a built-in excuse or built-in out for this is that, you know, well, I could have done it, but we, there was no point at that point. Um, but anyway, yeah, we've got, uh, got, <clears throat> excuse me, um, already had three NFL games. This is a week. It's an interesting NFL. I think they're trying to kind of make this like NFL Thanksgiving week, basically now. Um, with the three Thanksgiving games, the Black Friday games, and then, of course, all the, uh, the rest on Sunday. Um, so, got some cool things to look forward to. I, again, am trying to do my best to keep this short, so I'm going to go ahead and cut this segment off and take a quick break. I will be right back. Okay, friends, full disclosure, this is the third time that I am now trying to restart this segment. I don't know why, but it keeps just stopping. So, let's see how it goes. Maybe this one will actually get completed. Um, so, I don't, I don't have anything to talk about right now, honestly. I mean, the games yesterday sucked. The one today is probably going to suck. Um, we got Tennessee Vandy tomorrow. At least that's a game we should win. Got the Titans Panthers Sunday. At least that's a game we should win, and I will be there to see it in person. Also, if anyone knows any good ways to sneak down from shitty seats to better one, uh, better ones during a game, I would very much appreciate some tips because I am going to try to do that. The problem is I'm going to have two young kids with me, and I don't know how it's going to work out. It might be embarrassing, but, you know, if we get caught, we get caught, whatever. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but... Yeah, there's um, yeah, we got Michigan, Ohio State. I, I just feel like that's the most overrated rivalry in all of sports. Um, you know, because for one thing, because it's usually so one sided, so streaky, similar to you know how Tennessee and Alabama really have, has been over the last you know, 80 years or however long, but you know, it seems like just one team dominates the the, the rivalry for a while now both of them have been really good for the last couple of years so that's something and you know it is a very meaningful game this year just like it was last year so you know it's a big deal I get it but I, at the same time I'm just sick of Michigan and I'm sick of talking about them and it, it's uh, I, I'm just tired of it 
I, I can't believe that we all know they were cheating and their head coach who didn't actually do anything himself directly is the only person who gets any consequences and it's barely a slap on the wrist, but Hey, whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, so yeah. And like I said, I, I wanted to keep this episode short and also just full disclosure. I just stopped at Hardee's and ate two cinnamon raisin biscuits. If you don't know, cinnamon raisin biscuits are back. And that is just, you don't know how big of a deal that is to me. That was such a big part of my childhood. They are one of my favorite foods in the entire world. And they stopped making them during COVID and they just, they just cut them off the menu and now they're back. It's supposedly only a limited time. So I've been eating a lot of cinnamon raisin biscuits and I've got some waiting for me here. And if I'm being completely honest, I already ate two before I started this segment and I ordered two more for later and I really just want to go ahead and eat another one of them right now. So I might do that. Um, yeah. So look, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Once again, uh, happy Black Friday to you currently. I already pretty much did all of my Christmas shopping, though, over the course of this week, because, you know, the main two sources where I order things are Walmart and Amazon, and they had their Black Friday sales early. So I've already pretty and plus I was already kind of ordering things, you know, leading up to Black Friday as well, you know, so I'm pretty much done with my Christmas shopping, which is a really good feeling on on Black Friday. And, and if I may just throw in one little thing, that's another thing that it feels like that the comforts and and then all the whatever of technology has has sort of taken away some of the little joys in life. Um, one of the biggest ones in my mind, or maybe the biggest one, is um, the joy of video rental stores, you know, are no longer there. I mean, that was another, I feel like I'm talking a lot about things that were a big deal to me in childhood in this episode, but that was a big deal to me. Um, all the way up to my teenage years, you know, um, there was this little local movie, uh, movie rental store where my mom and I used to go all the time and I, you know, we'd pick out a movie or two and maybe I would pick out a video game to rent and it was just such a big deal, you know? And then, you know, as time progressed, the smaller movie stores started kind of getting, you know, disappearing and it became Blockbuster, you know, so I'd go to Blockbuster and, you know, pick out a movie something. And anyway, that, that's just, that's the number one like thing that it feels like the technology, you know, one of the simple joys that, that technology has taken from us. But the, the other thing that I was thinking about is Black Friday. And I doubt many other people feel this way because I know it's overall just probably a stressful, chaotic, insane, capitalistic, uh, purge-esque experience for many people trying to go to these stores on Black Friday. Um, but for me, I remember once or twice, and it wasn't like we did it every year, but a couple times, um, as a kid waking up really early with my mom and, and I think we sat at the mall waiting for it to open, um, one year, we probably did it at Walmart too. And, you know, it was just something that was, that was kind of fun. And now, you know, it's, there's no really, not really any point in it anymore. And it's not to say that technology is worse or, you know, that has made these things worse. It's, you know, I, I, I don't think any of us would trade the convenience and everything of streaming services versus video stores or shopping online versus going and waiting in these lines and all that crap. <clears throat> but it is just, you know, some of the little things that are lost that my kids will never really get to experience. You know, they'll never get to experience the joy of, of going to a video store or, you know, sitting and waiting for, uh, you know, at, or super early for the store to open, you know, and I think it's kind of like, um, that at least that experience for me sort of reminds me of other times where like when my when my stepdad I would ha I would 
wake up super early to go fishing or something, you know, it's just for some reason, those times when there was some experience or some event where you had to wake up super early in the morning seemed to stick out as, as cool to me. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe I'll dive into that at some point, but who knows? Um, anyway, so yeah, we've got more to talk about later. Um, mostly, you know, for, and this is a Tennessee based sports program. And so I am going to spend a lot of time talking about the Titans and the balls and got to figure out what the future looks like, you know, and it sucks because season's not over, but we're already in the position of now just having to look at next year and the future. So we've got a lot to dive into there. We've also got a big slate of college and NFL games to talk about. And so I will get to that later this evening. But for now, I'm going to pause and I'm going to pull over and I'm going to eat an irresponsible amount of cinnamon, raisiny, icy, sugary goodness. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Alrighty, back again. Hello, friends, and happy Black Friday. Another happy late Thanksgiving. Hope everyone's doing well. Welcome back to the final segment, um, or at least the second half, the ending portion of uh, the evening portion of today's little Black Friday mini episode. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm just going to keep this one short and, uh, a few things to talk about today. Um, this evening, I was just looking a minute ago at, um, what we've got on the slate. We've actually got the dolphins and jets playing right now. I was trying to avoid looking at the score or seeing anything. Cause I was going to watch that when I got home and then I screwed around a minute ago and looked at the, uh, MGM betting app, and yeah, I saw the score of it, so I don't know if I'll even watch it now. I mean, I probably still will, but um, so yeah, when I looked, and I think it said it was uh, 17-6 Dolphins, which, you know, is kind of predictable, um, but we've got uh, not really that much in terms of excitement for college football tomorrow. Um outside of Ohio State, Michigan. And I know I was bashing that game, but it, it really is a big deal this year. And it was last year as well. So I, you know, I don't want to bash it too much and make it sound like I'm, you know, just hating on them. But it, throughout most of my life, it has felt like such an overrated rivalry. But now it is definitely very, very relevant, very, very important, you know, and a, a major, major player in uh, the national championship picture. So yeah, that's definitely the biggest game of the week. Um, also got Oregon playing Oregon State, which, you know, if Oregon wins that, you got to think they're still very, very much in the picture and alive for the playoffs. Um, Alabama is playing Auburn, which it feels like football's better when that game matters, but it just doesn't now. But, you know, Auburn still plays them tough a lot of the time and loves to play spoiler for Alabama whenever, you know, Alabama's always great, always in the national championship picture under under Nick Saban. And it feels like there have been multiple occasions where Auburn has kind of played spoiler for them. So you never know. That one might be good. Uh, I think Georgia's playing Georgia Tech, Tennessee playing Vandy. So you know, uh, outside of the uh, Michigan-Ohio State game, not a lot going on. Um, but 
It is the last week of the regular season, and there should be some excitement. And, you know, it's just such a disappointing feeling, man, whenever – I mean, it. I, I think any real, like, deep, intense, hardcore football fans can can empathize with this feeling, how just disappointing it is to – get to this point in the season and because you spend months, months, months just saying, I can't wait for football season to be back. You know, I, I tried to get into baseball again this year. I I loved baseball when I was a kid. Then I just got really out of it, bored with it. I mean, it's a boring sport, but they have made efforts lately to make it more exciting. And those efforts have worked. I, I, I watched a, a good bit of baseball. I watched more baseball this past season than I probably did in 10 years before that. Um, and the efforts they've made with, you know, encouraging the base stealing, making bases a little larger, the pitch count, all that, or pitch clock rather, all that stuff has really, really worked to help improve the game. And plus, I think it helps that the Braves are good, at least from my perspective, because, you know, it's easier to care about a sport when you're, the team you like is good. Um, but, you know, anyway, uh, the point is, normally and even last year I you know I spend it just kind of getting through baseball season I'll usually kind of get out of sports mode for baseball season for the summer um you know and I'll get into I'll get more into my writing and get more into uh you know uh I'm also kind of a, a fantasy nerd when it comes to like fantasy novels and I know that sounds uh paradoxical or, or you know it just probably doesn't click or add up for someone to be a sports fan and also kind of a you know, fantasy nerd, but that's me. Um, and so, you know, during the summers, I'll, you know, sort of get out of sports mode. I'm not watching ESPN every day. I'm not listening to sports radio. Um, you know, I'll, I'll get back into listening to books on Audible. And it is usually, you know, swords and sorcery kind of uh, fantasy stuff and also some horror stuff. But, you know, I'll branch out into uh, uh new territories or, you know, things that aren't sports related. But then, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm always just thinking, you know, I can't wait for football to get back. And, you know, it's similar during basketball season. I'm not as big, you know, I I like basketball, but not nearly the way I feel about football. So, you know, starting really in, in January, February, depending on how successful my teams have been, you kind of get that feeling where it's just like, oh man, it's, you know, it's, it's over now and we've got to wait several more months and, you know, but anyway, the point is that it's just so very disappointing when, excuse me, you've spent months looking forward to this and, and feeling like, you know, especially this past off season, I talked about how, you know, this was the, the most promising that both Tennessee teams looked at the same time. And, in a very long time, although the Titans, you know, maybe were probably, I, I felt like going to maybe have a dip this year because the offensive line was shit and they just didn't do enough to improve the receiving core. And, you know, there were a lot of question marks. It did feel like we still had to coach. We might have the quarterback of the future. And anyway, that, that overall the team was going to be on the right track and the balls very much on the right track. I mean, look at what jo- Josh Heupel did in, his uh, his second year as head coach. So, you know, moving forward, you, you got to think it's only going to get better. And that's not to say I thought we were, you know, that this season was definitely going to be better than last season. You know, it, it would have been hard to have a higher level of success that would have meant, you know, making the playoffs or at least the SEC championship game. But anyway, it just felt like, that you know, both of them were so 
had had potential this year and were on the right track. And now it's kind of just back to that. It's kind of back to hoping and looking forward to the future already. You know, even though we've still got with several more NFL games left, but college football is coming to a close. The balls are only going to have uh, Vanderbilt, which should be a blowout. And then um, probably some meaningless bowl game. I don't even know if we'll make it to the music city bowl this year. Um, you know, and so it's just kind of a, such of a, such a letdown sort of feeling and, you know, but there, there's still lots of excitement, you know, you gotta, now it's also about the other teams that actually are good. So yeah, anyway, I kind of got off topic there. I don't even remember what I was trying to talk about, but, um, so yeah, not a lot outside of, uh, Ohio state, Michigan and in college football, uh, which I guess that's what I was saying is that, you know, it sucks that this is the last reg- the last, uh, game of the season. And yeah, it was kind of a disappointing season. Um, but then looking at the NFL, I think I mentioned, I am actually going to the Titans game, uh, this Sunday. So that's super exciting. I'm going to try to leave really, really early in the morning. Um, so that way we can get to Nashville in time to hopefully avoid most of the traffic. Cause, uh, the, the, I've only ever been to one other Titans game in Nashville. I've been to a few when I lived in Jacksonville, but I'd only ever been to one other Titans game in Nashville. And by far the worst part of it was the traffic trying to get to the stadium and find somewhere to park. I just hate traffic anyway. And I got there, I thought, pretty early, but not early enough. So this time we're going to leave at 7 o'clock. We're going to hopefully get there by, well, that would put us there by yeah, maybe like 10. I think the gates open at 10 central. So that's, what, 11 o'clock normal time. Um, but, yeah, you know, I figure hopefully we can get there, find somewhere to park, get some lunch, get into the stadium, get settled. I'm going to have, I'm going to bring the kids tablets with them. I saw that you can bring stuff like that. I've got the clear backpack already. I've got um, some binoculars in case I can't sneak us down to better seats. Um, I've got it as as planned out as I possibly can at this point. And I'm only going to, you know, get probably more into that planning over the course of tonight and tomorrow. Um, But yeah, it's exciting. And, you know, also, This is the kind of thing that I tend to get stressed about, but, you know, I think I've talked about how I've got, you know, two kids' birthdays, we've got one November 30th, and then one two weeks later, and then two weeks later is Christmas, and then we've also got now, you know, the Titans game kind of wedged in there the weekend before one birthday, and, you know, these are all awesome things. These are all events to be excited about and to be happy about, but I have a tendency if I don't watch myself to just get stressed and overwhelmed and they're no longer these positive things to look forward to. They're now just these stressful events to try to get through. I'm not going to look at it like that though. I am, I, I love Christmas. I love the Titans. I love my kids. Obviously I've got things as planned out and prepared as I possibly can at this point. And I'm, I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to be happy and excited about these things because these are all great things. Um, so, yeah, going to go see the Titans. Hopefully we can get a win. Although, honestly, it might be better if we lose you know, for draft picks to, um, from, from that stance. But, I, you know, I want the kids' first game to be a win. That's, that's more important, at least to me. Um, 
so you know it might be good to see them actually do well it'll also be cool to see Bryce Young I've never seen him play in person um and so let me make sure I'm still recording here I hope I haven't just been talking to myself for no reason okay no I am still recording all right so um yeah and then other than that I i Looked at it a minute ago whenever I was stopped. Uh, the NFL's slate, there are a handful of good games. I know the, the Steelers and Bengals are playing. That one's going to be a good game as far as, you know, two, I guess you'd have to call them dark horses in the AFC North at this point, but two teams that are both should be competing for, at worst, a wild card spot. Um, that should be a good one. Um, and then there was there was something else. There's another game I can't remember now that looked like it was going to be pretty interesting. Oh yeah, the the Bills and the Eagles. That should be a good one. I, I know the Eagles are favored. I think it's in Philadelphia, but uh, Buffalo definitely needs that game more. I mean, they're barely hanging on to you know at this point the the wild cards uh, spot. I don't know what the standings currently are, but I know they're obviously behind the Dolphins in their division. And they're, you know, much lower than I think expectations were for them this year. So they need a win there. That actually is a game that I think would be, you know, for betters out there, a good one to take the underdog on. Because Buffalo's every bit as good as Philadelphia. They've just been inconsistent and kind of all over the place. But it feels like they're starting to get on the right track now. They won last week in pretty convincing fashion, if I remember correctly. And I think that would be a good one to take the underdog on. Um, Chiefs are playing the Raiders. So, you know, I, I like Antonio Pierce. I think he's, he's, I think they should really give him an opportunity as the full real head coach, but we'll see. Um, but, you know, it sucks because there have just been, this season it feels like has been largely defined by quarterback injuries. Um you know, the, the very first Monday night game, the, the biggest deal of the offseason. I got so annoyed hearing about the Jets, the Jets, the Jets, the Jets. Every single day, there was not a single sports show, radio show, TV show, all offseason that didn't at least mention something about, you know, the Aaron Rodgers trade or is this trade going to happen or, you know, what's the what's the hold up and what's it going to look like? And then it was, oh, the trade has happened. And then it was, OK, here's Aaron Rodgers showing up to to New York. And then it was, what are they going to it was just all Jets, 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 you know, and any New York team is always going to be kind of overcovered anyway. That's just the way it is. Um, but now that there was actually a reason for excitement, you know, it was just way over the top. And then, of course, that falls apart. Uh on the very first drive of the season. Um, Joe Burrow has been hurt for most of this year, and now he's officially out. Um, uh, obviously, the ti- Titans lost Ryan Tannehill, but I think that might – I mean, that it, it might have been for the best. I mean, we weren't going anywhere anyway, and it gave uh, it gave Will a chance to step in. But, you know, Deshaun Watson got hurt. Um, you know, and it just feels like that's been kind of the story. I mean, that's that's three teams right there. It was, I mean, with Burrow, Watson, uh, and Aaron Rodgers, that's three AFC playoff teams that, I mean, really should have been, you know, big-time playoff contenders. Oh, and the Vikings, not to mention Minnesota and the NFC, um, who lost Kirk Cousins. You know, these are that's four teams that really should have been at worst, playoff teams and quarterback injuries. And I don't know what you do about that. I mean, I'm not complaining or saying that, you know, something should be done because 
I mean, injuries are going to happen. It's the NFL. But it just feels like that's been such a big part of the season, more so than most. Um, uh, you know, you always have some big quarterback injuries every year, but it feels like it's been worse this year. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we do have some games to look forward to this season. I've definitely got some cool stuff to look forward to this weekend. Um, and I'm going to pull over real quick if I can. And I just wanted to check something out real quick. Give me a minute here. This has got to be such riveting radio that you guys are listening to or podcast, whatever. I'm sure you, this is so interesting for you to listen to me trying to pull over so I can look at my damn notes. Um, all right. So it felt like there was something else I wanted to talk about before I cut out for today. Um, we talked about that. I really, I guess that's it. I mean, there's really not that much. And maybe that's what's so disappointing because – it just feels like this is the last game of the college football season. And here my team is now, you know, playing for at very best a, a spot in a crappy bowl game. So, you know, and Georgia, my God, I'm still, I'm jealous of them. I thought that I was going to be able to get over it because, you know, I may have talked about this in one, one of my earlier episodes but my thing that I was saying last year was it felt like we found our Kirby you know because what Kirby Smart's done at Georgia is just obviously you know ridiculous and I was very I've been very very jealous of them for the last several years because it kind of felt like you know Tennessee and Georgia are on the same level it feels like in terms of being you know football powerhouses and if anything it felt like Tennessee should be slightly ahead of Georgia and it felt like at least in my lifetime we had beaten them more than we lost so we were kind of if anything maybe a little bit ahead of them and I was surprised that they fired Mark Richt I thought he was good for them and you know I I thought that was gonna maybe come back to bite him and put him in the same kind of situation that we'd been in for years with the coaching stuff but obviously they knew what they were doing they brought in Kirby Smart and within you know uh, couple two three years he had them just on another level and obviously I'm sure I'm not the only one I'm not the only and not we're not even the only fan base that felt that kind of envy um but you know you watch this team that's been on the same level as yours for years now go to being just head and shoulders above everybody else at this point and there's some envy there. So that was my thing that I was saying all of last season was it feels like we found our Kirby. You know, we got our guy who's taking us to the next level. And, you know, and that did not necessarily mean that I, I didn't think we're going to become, you know, that Georgia-Alabama level. But, you know, we're definitely back to being a contender now. And to have this sort of regression this year, it just it sucks, especially having to watch Georgia now when you know, coming up on 30 games in a row. That's nuts, dude. That's, that's just insane. Um, you know, but I know a lot of Georgia fans and I guess good for them. Um, but I don't know. I, you know, it's hard to be as optimistic right now as it was at the beginning of the season, just because, you know, when you're, when your trajectory is clearly shooting upwards, there, there's going to be a lot of positivity. And then when it's kind of slightly going down, even though, you know, that maybe should have been expected to have a little bit of regression this year, it still sucks, you know? So, and it's hard to have that same level of positivity, but 
we've got a five-star quarterback taken over next year who's, you know, had some time to grow and mature and is not just going to be thrown out there as a true freshman. Got a lot of talented receivers coming up. Got a really good recruiting class. Um, I think we were ranked 10th last I saw. We have two five-stars and a ton of four-stars. Um, it's not quite to that, you know, top three level, but it's a really good recruiting class. And I, there's only one five-star left who's uncommitted. And last I heard, he was leaning our way. I can't remember who that was, but I think he was a tackle. Um, but, you know, if we get that, that's going to shoot us up in the rankings. So, you know, everything's looking good for the future. It's just, it sucks the way this year went. And um, that's largely because of, you know, Joe Milton just being Mr. Inconsistent, but that he was not at fault for everything that happened this year. So we got, we've got a lot of growing to do, but definitely obviously still very much on the right track and headed in the right direction. We've got a lot to be excited about for the future. Um, the Titans. Yeah. Well, we still got a few more weeks to talk about them. They, they've still got a lot, some football left to play anyway. So um, yeah, I'll go ahead and um, wrap up today's black Friday episode. Um, I am working a, a short shift tomorrow, so I don't know if I might record a little bit. Probably not. Most likely, I'll talk to you guys again on Monday or Tuesday, so I hope you have a great weekend. Stay safe, and again, if you are listening to this, I love you. I appreciate you. You are awesome, so I will just say I love you. Bye.